0: Welcome to Beyond Expectations, in an effort to build rapport with our listeners who want holistic wellness in their lives, and are
1: looking to expand from what they already know, beyond expectations.
0: Welcome to episode two. Yeah, We're
1: here, we made
0: it! Go guys! <laughs> yeah, So to start out um, our segment today, we'd like to draw... A mindfulness pool and what that means is I have a set of cards in my office at my therapy office where I do counseling I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I work primarily with children and families and I practice a lot with mindfulness and in the office these cards have different sayings or requests on them related to a mindful action or practice so okay. I thought it'd be a great way for us to Get grounded. This get present. Fun game. Yeah. So Ooh, go ahead and pick a card. card. I've never done
1: this before. Let's see. Um, I don't want to pick an obvious one. There. So oh, we'll right. obvious. The color. The color. And it was a heart. Look at that. I was trying to avoid it, and I still got the heart card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> still got it. Still got it. All
0: Let's, right. Let me pull one. Let's see. Let me not look because I, don't, you know, go for. Grab one. Oh, and I still got the moon. Isn't that funny? <laughs> oh no, Also, oh, in my head, she said, I was trying not to get the heart, I was thinking, well, if I choose, if I had to look, I would choose the one with the moon. And so let me close daily. my eyes. That's awesome. <laughs> See, I still got the moon card. Okay, well, I'll start since I made you draw first. Okay. My moon card says stillness. Imagine curling up on the couch of the blanket and drink your cocoa slowly feeling the sweet chocolate warm your belly. Mm.
1: that sounds good <laughs> to me. <laughs> it does sound nice. Liz, what, when you read that, what, what are you supposed to do with that?
0: I think this vision of uh, sitting with the warm hot chocolate and feeling it warm in your belly is supposed to settle you and help you come to stillness. Mm, okay. You know, because we, we could be moving, 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 yeah. you know, you know, life goes so fast, we have things to do, places to be, very true, it did, it did grab me,
1: I was thinking of myself drinking hot chocolate on a rainy day, and on top of the fact, it doesn't hurt that you have a very good narrative voice, like I'm listening, you know how those uh, audio books, and they have these, um, uh, you know, speakers or whatever that read the book? You have a very good voice. Oh really? Thank mm-hmm. you. That's funny. Yeah, you, you're always like, saying something about me that I, I didn't think
0: about before. Yeah, because like when you're reading you uh, that,
1: I was like, you know, your voice was very nice <laughs> to go with what you're saying. So I was convinced. Not <laughs> <But>, good. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a little saw tree early okay. up. I'm okay, no, like, no, <laughs> to too <laughs> much, too much. Um, all right. So mine was it's red. It has a heart on it, and I was trying to with the heart, and I still got the heart. Okay, and it says listening. It's in the next moment, listen to all the different sounds in the room. How many can you hear? Where are the sounds coming from? Which sounds do you find pleasant? So i okay, can take a moment. OK. So. Funny that I pulled this card because I'm always on the go and I'm not in the present moment to listen. You know? Um so yeah, very appropriate. Um because my mind is always thinking. So if you're thinking, you're not often listening. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, waiting to answer. Right, waiting to answer or having a, 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 an opinion to it, to yourself, or what do you, what does it mean? You know, it just jumps to so many different levels. So the things that I heard um, was the first thing I heard was the, with the cars, but the cars were kind of like also rep- kind of sound like water sometimes. Um, and then I would hear, it was it's very quiet in here. But then I hear a little rickets and stuff here. And then I heard you swallow. Uh, I heard, you swallow too. <laughs> <It's like everybody laughs> heard me swallow I think everybody heard me swallow. You're a
0: loud
1: swallower. Just don't be a loud chewer, okay? Okay. Um, I'll try to work on it. But I guess that kind of goes with... I think you picked the sound that is the most consistent, right? So, even in meditation, you want to hear sound that is, it's, do you want, right? You want to pay attention to sound that's more consistent? I'd like to pay attention to
0: sound. I think, you know, meditation is individual to each of us. Right. And but it's it better practice.
1: to listen to a sound that's rhythmic and consistent oh, yeah, as opposed science. to all over the place right so you I, I'm thinking I, I think, think know, it would be easier to follow easier to, a sound right because, as opposed to then hearing yeah. one sound then to the next sound to the yeah, one that sound, would then. probably
0: make you really intensively concentrating yeah. yeah so
1: um I automatically was hearing the most consistent sound which was the car cars mm. the cars the outside yeah. you hear right now yeah that's mm-hmm. nice
0: so I love when the cars. let me see your card. Mm-hmm. I love when the car kind of force you to do something in the moment mm-hmm. Definitely. Because you took us with you. You said, in the next moment, listen to all the sounds in the room, and then you got quiet and just listened, and yeah. I just watched you. <laughs> and it was nice.
1: How many can you hear? Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. That's cool. I think this is this should be a, 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 a game that all families should play. <laughs> a mindful practice moment? Yeah. I agree.
0: I should take some home. Thanks for sharing that
1: with us, yes. my Yes. That was fun. So you guys get these mindful cards, try them out. Yeah. So the reason why we brought up mindfulness
0: cards and it's a part of Carly and I's, I think, personal practices is because it's really useful in this effort to have self-care in our lives. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of my personal missions in doing this podcast is talking about opportunities for self-care Talking about opportunities to just do wonderful things Mm -hmm. and sharing it with people and giving them inspiration to do wonderful things too, right? Right. So I think we have to start at the foundation now. Like, what is the foundation of us, and how can we build a foundation enough of us so that we can be great? And we need we need self care to do that. You know, we need self love. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to start with talking about stress. Yeah. You know, self-care is necessary because of stress. Yep. So what do you think about that?
1: Any thoughts? Um man, stress. What well, can you not can't you not say about stress? Um I think that I mean there's different types of stress, right? Different levels of stress. Um, and some stress um it's obvious and some stress is subtle. Um so I think that it, it, it's it's more about self-care has to be with self-awareness, right? So, um, you know, like I'm a very emotional person. So if we were to be in tune with um, a, certain, a situation or circumstances that we think might become stressful, maybe that's the first step is to be aware that you might step into something that's stressful. Mm-hmm. So then you can prepare yourself um, you know, to better handle the problem or the situation. Now, often that's really hard. You know, sometimes you're just going about life so often and then it just kind of all comes at once. Um, just like sometimes emotions will do the same. So um, so preventative measures, I guess. So instead of working, dealing with it when you're stressed, just like dealing with something when you're already emotional, it's not as effective um, as opposed to doing something preventative. So try to do stuff before you get to that point when you become overstressed. Yes, and stress is just going to be normal,
0: yeah, right? It's going to be life. a part of life. And I think that when we let it pile up to unhealthy amounts for long periods of time, mm-hmm. then it wears on our physical bodies and it's not just stressful thoughts, it's stressful bellies and you know symptoms that you think are like something serious like a heart attack but it's you know a panic attack that is coming because you're anxious because of all these thoughts that are in your head that you're just not addressing yes and I think it's only when we give ourselves times to pause and take a breath that we kind of do get into a space where we're like oh gee I have a headache Mm
1: -hmm.
0: oh gee oh my goodness I'm really hungry
1: You know, like so unaware.
0: Yeah, we're we're not aware because we're just moving and doing what we have to do, and sometimes it's necessary because you know you got that hustle mindset. I have it too. Like sometimes I go without eating or I I go without
1: doing things. Going with your saying is, um, you know, just lately I've been hearing about people who are dying um, uh, asymptomatic um, with stroke or with you know, any cardiovascular disease, mm-hmm. well, mostly stroke, where it just comes, or gut out, issues. Of, gut comes issues. out of nowhere and they had no symptoms. Or mm-hmm. they, they, they or the symptoms were there, but they were, right? So if you have a stressful life and you're constantly having a headache and you're overlooking that headache is you like, oh, that's just life, that's just stress, that's just whatever. That's just what my body is. That's does. just right. Yeah. And then when the body is speaking to you, you're not even gonna pick that up. And You're not even gonna listen to it. That's what's scary. Your mind body is, is disconnected. The because, thing is, the
0: body's talking to you, but also your irritability, your yeah. your all the things that are happening, your sex drive, all the things that are suffering. Mm-hmm. Is not only your body. All of that is yes. talking
1: to you. Yes, but we're so caught up on accepting. Stress is necessary, of, of course, course, but accepting that you know we have headaches, so that's just the norm for me. Mm-hmm. Or if I have a tummy ache, oh, that's just the norm for me. And I think we start accepting um, certain stresses or certain things in our lives instead of maybe trying to, feel, I mean, it's it, some things, like I said, I feel like we need to deal with. I mean, we, we have to, it's part of life. Yeah. But some things I think we really need to tune in and figure out, you know, do I, do I need to have a headache every single day? Do I need to have a belly, ache belly every single day? Maybe that's something I need to change in my diet. You know, maybe it's time for me to wear about uh, being more aware of what I'm eating, or if I'm not drinking enough water, or if I'm not taking still time. You know, start implementing those things instead of just accepting. Um, I agree. You know, tolerating. Well, I think strengths. some people don't
0: even realize they're just tolerating it just the way it is. You know, there is generational stress, you know, that I feel that there's a lot of research going into how trauma travels, you know, yeah. genetically. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we can just keep being re-exposed to trauma after trauma after trauma and complex trauma. So, you know, it, it goes deeper and deeper and deeper to how stress affects us, witnessing things that are harmful to us, hearing about things, even vicariously, it's stressful. And even lesser than that, you know, financial, you know, yeah. um, do, will I have a job tomorrow? You know, will things change tomorrow? Yeah. What's gonna happen in the future? All these little worries, and they don't feel a little. Ever. No,
1: no. We start having tunnel vision. I had just yeah. had this conversation where one of my clients was just having anxiety when she was working out with me. She wouldn't tell me indulging what it was, but she would breathe heavy, and you know, I could tell that she was anxious about something. Mm-hmm. And I had a reminder. I was like, you know, sometimes you know, there's so much. Just know that right now what you're thinking, there's so much more beyond that. You know, when we're, we're stressed, we're, we have tunnel vision. We can only see that situation. Mm-hmm. And we forget that there's a whole other world and other things going on that's much more beautiful and, mm-hmm. great and grand. Um, but we just focus on that. Um, and that being said, also is... Um, that also I think leads to people who are suicidal. I don't want to get you know is mm-hmm. is they lose all perspective like just that one thing. So if it's a financial situation where they're like, man, I'm not making money, I'm stressed because I'm not bringing in money to provide for my family, and that's the whole identity. Right? They they put, they think their identity is making being a provider, and feel like if they fail that identity, then they feel like the worth of life. It's sad to think that. They think that that's all there is to give in this life is that whatever they attach themselves to. and well, I they think see that's kind of cultural. Things. I think that's an
0: American culture type deal. Yeah. You know, I don't think only Americans are suicidal. No. I'm not linking that to what you're saying. But I do think the idea that um, we must be productive in order to be valuable is highly, you know... Pimped even by me. (laughs) Like, I'm like, oh, hustle, do what you gotta do, do the work. That's what we're taught. That's what we're taught. And I think there is an aspect of it that's necessary. Like, we do have to do the work. Like, if we know that we're having stomach pain and headaches constantly, or we just don't take care of ourselves because we generally feel bad all the time, like we don't have energy to leave the house and go on a walk or do anything Mm -hmm. like that. That's a state of ill health that we are responsible of being aware of and doing something different to change it. And I think that's where we have the responsibility to do something like as individuals, and that's where the work needs to be done. So when I say do the work and hustle, I mean you have to realize what it is that's not letting you be your optimum self right like you have to sit there and go step by step through mm-hmm. and you have to realize there will be flaws we're all human we're not perfect like in personality and and who we are to other people all that right yeah but still we have a responsibility to ourselves and society to be our best to be our best because we're not going to be as productive like everybody wants us to be right because mm-hmm. we shouldn't be right we're operating on half fuel yeah so how can we be operating at Four jobs and and I'm doing this and I'm also a YouTuber person and I do that. You know, people are doing so much. And when I have a conversation with someone, I say, "Everybody's Jamaican." Yeah, everybody's
1: Jamaican. Yes, you're so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple jobs.
0: Yeah, that's the stereotype about Jamaicans. (laughs) Uh,
1: Oh, hilarious. But um, (laughs) let's go back to the whole generational stress. Um, Yes, what it is? Um, you know, you pick up inherently um values mm-hmm. oh, as, started, as a kid on yeah. um, how your parents were, how you were raised, what's important. Um education was really important to me. I was installed but that's very important. So having that aid. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I needed get that aid. So and yeah, you have the Asian
0: stereotype I mean, they had all the age. Yeah, oh yeah.
1: <laughs> I I, I, I deflated that. Oh but, is it but um you know uh, just and I think it's the it's the pressures that not only that is cultural or from your, you know, from your parents or expectations, um, but also what we set for ourselves and we carry that on. You know, um sometimes that I know that yes, my parents wanted me to be successful, but I think we uh if I may say anything before actually make it exaggerated, right, ourselves. Um. It, so if my parents want me to do great I feel like as an adult I always put on like I'm not enough now yeah, my parents said never that. said that mm-hmm. but I have now made that a part of my uh, uh, what's the word give me the word technical it, it, it's, it's become yeah, but not. I don't want to call essence because it's not necessarily a good thing. I don't think, but it has become part of who I am. Yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but my fighting battle. Mm-hmm. That I it's it become a part of me that I'm always struggling to fight. Oh, like, it's your it's your it's your image your self image that
0: is not necessarily true. It's just something you're projecting Everybody to yourself. Yeah. Everybody has that.
1: Yeah. Um, and we yeah. develop that, right? We develop. Mm-hmm. It. Someone. My parents didn't say we're say we are not yeah but I have installed that into me that I wasn't
0: yeah right? I think we
1: and I think we started really young like I, my son
0: he just started kindergarten and he's already already having like parent-teacher conferences about whether or not he knows how to write capital A through Z mm-hmm. and, and lowercase and every right. single number recognizes all the colors and I'm like well did he just start I know he should know and I want him to know right but I'm not going to go to him and be like, your grades was do-do-do-do-do, because he's, I don't know, I just feel like he's so young. I do want him to learn, but I want him to learn through art and and through like recognition as opposed to feeling stressed about learning. But I think he likes school, but I think it just starts so soon, the, mm-hmm. the measurement of learning, because everybody's so different. Right. You can't expect like a room of 15 children to all learn exactly the same. In the same manner. So I think that that kind of informs this idea of performance and, and, and Interesting. staying with the path. And what grade is he? Kindergarten. That's kindergarten. Right. And he started in preschool. And I wouldn't say it was even kindergarten. In so preschool, you, we had those parent-teacher conferences about whether he had done his homework the night before. And I was like, he is four. Right. You, you know, and I would just giggle a little bit. I'm just not one of those parents who cried because my son didn't. Get this, oh, but he's doing very well. I'm right. not even saying that, right. I I just don't pressure, right? Uh, but his dad is different, he's like, he's behind and he doesn't know. He used to know this and now he doesn't know, yeah. So
1: maybe that and that that goes to with uh, you know the type of personality you are, right? Are you yeah. more analytical or are you more creative? Yeah, absolutely.
0: That more creative one, yeah, and it shows
1: in the parenting, yeah. And I, I the older I become, the more I've become. More, well, I've become mm-hmm. So, so you are yeah.
0: watching those grades at preschool, huh? Yeah, would, you know,
1: I think I would. I would be one of those people, who'd be like, okay, you know, uh, and 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 taking it personally, and that's another thing that parents need to right not mm-hmm. do. So it probably get harder, easier said than done. But I would probably take it for like, oh, if he's not succeeding. What is he doing wrong? What am I doing not to make him do his grades? Or I would take it as I'm doing something personally wrong to not motivate him or whatever. So mm-hmm. instead of allowing you like you're saying. More freedom of the process and the growth to happen naturally, probably right. Well, I will tell you that initially,
0: when um whenever anything happens with my son, I immediately first think, what well, could I have done better, differently? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not it was regret, but just think it through a little bit, right. And it, that always comes with a little bit of mom guilt. Like, oh, should I have read more to him and then he would have known more words on that little right. test? Right. Or should I have, uh, you know, because there are times when I don't read the whole book. He's asleep already. So yay. All right. I don't have to read the whole book. So I, I think part of it was I could do better, but I'm doing enough. I love my son. And I'm there for him. And I'm teaching him. And I'm getting him to school. Mm-hmm. And the teachers are doing a good job in teaching him. And he's going to learn. And, and that's what I feel about it And I, but I talk myself through that you, right. know, you heard the, right. the way I just went through it right. that's what I tell myself it's right. not that I'm telling anybody else that right. I don't have a conversation with anyone else about it but what makes me feel good about relaxing with my son and not feeling stressed about whether he can remember that A or that E when I repeat it because it's not about me mm-hmm. or him passing or knowing what he needs to know he's going to know because right. he wants to know. I want to instill a love of learning there you go. and passion and play and life and enjoyment. Right. You know, that's what self-care is. And I think we also need to incorporate it in our
1: parenting. So when do you feel like freedom of thought, a little bit more freedom versus discipline? So, you know, obviously structure and discipline is mm-hmm. important to install mm-hmm. as well, as well as expression and creativity Oh, yeah. I'm oh, like so I'm this is the
0: rules. I'm very I'm very disciplined for the most part there. I guess what I'm saying is I'm trying not to incorporate discipline in the idea of learning because okay. I, I don't feel that um, everyone learns the same, so mm-hmm. you can't be so rigid there. But you could be rigid about bedtimes and you're not allowed to eat sweets after this time or you're getting cavities and, right. you, and you have to do what I say. mom. Right. Like, I'm still doing that, and I think that is stressful in a way to kids because they have to learn to take that they have to learn to look at mom not letting them get what they want because we kind of do it when they're younger right we let them get what they want when they're so cute and little and they can't talk and you might have this right. you know right. yeah now those are your babies but as they get older you have a responsibility to say no and to let them know what's not safe And then model for them healthy behavior. So they're going to see you not taking care of yourself, not taking breaks, overworking yourself, and they're going to think that's the way you do it. Right. And then that's how stress becomes. You know, we went full circle back to it, right? Right. That's how stress has become, I guess, generational. We're all just stressed. and We're all just showing each other how to be stressed. And, And there's not really a practice in place to do the other. And I think when we see people doing the other, we think they're like, that crazy girl over there who right. likes breathing yeah. <laughs> or she right. likes yoga yeah, yeah. or that lady takes a walk every day. I wish I was like that. Yeah.
1: No people. Yeah. This is just who you have to be. Right. Well, and then, and, and talking about the generation stress, mm-hmm. we also talking about, you know, um, generation no stress as in also not inherently, right? But also generation as in this is a millennial time where there's social media, there's all kinds of things that people are exposed to. Podcasts. Um, podcasts. Yeah. Podcasts. Well, it's a positive thing, but yeah. there's also a lot of comparisons mm-hmm. that is out there. So um, so two topics, right? Generally, um, going off, the, I was trying to touch on the discipline because, you know, we we're talking about how um, having a lack of discipline sometimes will lead um, kids, to funny enough, to have anxiety when they come to real life. Let's say yeah. that if we give a whole bunch of praise to the kid, right? What's a trophy? What's a trophy? Yeah, everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. Um, it's everybody great. Yeah. It, 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 it develops growth and confidence. But... When you get in life, they're not gonna give you trophies every single time. Well, they so, they just lack an opportunity. Well, as many opportunities as
0: they could to build resilience and yes. coping skills. Because with everything that kind of knocks you down, like when you're a kid, you're a kid. Like we go back to children. You know, they're the big, they're the easiest little stories to pull up because people can envision children. You right, know? they were children. Right. right. So like when a kid's running outside and they scrape their knee. And they get up, they realize, oh, I shouldn't run that fast anymore on this wet right. ground. Right. So they learn their lesson. And that's building their resilience exactly. up, you know? Exactly. So I think what's happening is sometimes we get so overprotective in a world that seems pretty unsafe. We as adults have our own anxieties about having children. Yeah. So sometimes we're not doing as many playdates. So kids are less uh, social. And when they are doing playdates, maybe they're doing video game playdates. Or they're doing those, you know, where you can talk to each other. the video games and that's where they're doing all their socialization i've had a lot of clients adolescent that i've had kids who are my clients were best friends via these video games they just talked every day after school for hours and hours and that's a that's that's a mental social experiment that i think is new you know and i think it's lacking the physical so when you talk about self-care self-care involves mind body and spirit so if we leave out body Right, but and, and, and although you do stand up sometimes to shoot, or maybe you have the yeah, video no, game no, where you that. can move <laughs> and stuff. I think fresh air and sunshine, or group movement, or different things like that, like just getting your body moving in fresh air, or if not fresh air, with other people, it's all energetic. You
1: know, I like I don't have any kids, but I can imagine. I can only imagine what I would be like as a parent when by how I treat. My dogs. Yeah. Now my dog will fall. I'll be like, all right, come on, get back, or jump on the bed and hits his face. i be like, all right, let's try it again. Let's try it again. You know, I'm very tough mm-hmm. because I want to show that you don't you don't give up. You just Tucked keep going. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think there's has different parenting when it comes to everybody. Obviously, it has the great intentions to have different methods of parenting, but it was just you know we had talked about how um different stresses sometimes stresses or can help growth. Right. Definitely, a little stress
0: can build resilience, and that's what yeah. we're bringing up this whole time. Yeah. And and
1: um, I think you were mentioning generation
0: uh stress because there was an article in a magazine we were talking about earlier, Centennial Health, uh, called Generation Stress" by Alyssa Schaefer, and it just talks about how like kids are afraid of failing, and that we're not talking to kids about hard things, so they don't know how to deal with hard things. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, suggest parents if you're out there, any parents of any teens. To get your kid into therapy, not because they need therapy and they're crazy or anything's wrong with them, but because teenage years are where it's hard to find someone to talk about dark thoughts or things that come up that seem embarrassing about your body or about anything that's going on and you might be afraid and especially... If you're a male, maybe you don't want to express that to someone and you want to appear as strong. So having a safe space for your child to go to someone they like, not that it's the best therapist in the world with the best credentials going to be the best test, but if your child likes that therapist and wants to be there, they're more likely going to be able to express negative emotions in a safe space and then not hold on to them. Yeah. And that makes healthier kids. Yep. Healthier kids mm-hmm. who want to do things that are positive because the more you keep stressing your body, the less you want to engage and be positive. Right. Get your kids to join things. If they're not interested in joining anything, that's a red flag. You know, the we're I'm so glad we're getting into this because... Kids can be stressed too. This yeah, is not for sure. only an adult, you know, it's our problem only. You no. kids, we can pretend to kids. We can tell them everything's okay with our mouths. But they know with everything they got, they're, they're, they're intuitive. Yes, they're intuitive. They more they intuitive than, humans, yeah. than, than yeah. adults
1: are. <laughs> We're not humans. We're so not <laughs> humans. Adults, for sure. Yeah. You know, more yeah. so than ever. They pick up on everything. They
0: do. I love That's me some kitties, though. You know, mine, and when mine gets gets uh talking back to me, I get frustrated. And, and I'm like, oh my God. I'm a parent, yeah. Because I remember being a therapist to children before I was a parent, Mm. and and parents kind of expressing to me their frustrations, and me not really getting it because Mm. I'm like, oh, this wonderful child, right? But I get it because kids will frustrate us. Yeah, they will have behaviors that might be indicators of their stress. Right. You know, they might not just know how to deal with it, and that's a great opportunity to develop a self care routine
1: between you and your child, and
0: figure it out together. Yeah
1: you know holding on to your thoughts and emotions or not openly being able to express yourself um will especially when you get older will cause anxiety will cause depression but it, it leads leads to different uh, expressions of stress right and then it, at the end it really starts um, taking away your self-value or your worth of what you have to offer or a positive self-identity or confidence um, which obviously we don't want to hinder that when you're young. We want to be able yeah. to flourish that. When you're
0: well, young. it's lifelong that we have to take care of ourselves. Yeah. And I think that one of the ways that we can check in is to just always notice that we're breathing. So that's our homework to our listeners is to start to notice when you are breathing. So let's you know take a moment mm-hmm. to count one, two, three, four, five, nice. and then take an inhale in through your nose and an exhale through your nose and you took a breath and that's your homework because I don't think sometimes we do that and I think having a practice of doing that one time a day to just give yourself a pause is important You know, it's so interesting how something that simple that we don't even do we don't do it I don't do it sometimes so. And, it's something and you know, so my body simple. forces me to I have, my body now has these little things that says, Nikia, you need to breathe. My stomach hurts very frequently when I start giving myself too many things to do. And I'm I'm internally sitting there worried about how it's going to get done. But my mind doesn't know I'm worried about it. I'm literally not thinking about it. I'm running errands. I'm doing what I have to do. I'm in a yoga class. But my anxiety comes in this belly ache, And I have to sit there and ground myself. I have to do the deep belly breath. From belly up to chest and do it like three to five times mm. in a sequence until it's gone. And then I can keep it pushing. And, you know, that's my practice. And that's what I try to teach my clients who are anxious because it exists. Body, somatic symptoms of anxiety, of stress, yeah. Exists. You don't even have to have anxiety, and you can feel what I just described, right. and it just means you're going through a stressful period, yeah. you know, and it's your body's warning that you need to breathe, yes. and you need to let your body know that you need to relax. It's time to relax. Yes. The dinosaurs are not chasing you right now. <laughs> if, we were, if we were in caveman times and the dinosaurs were coming and you felt all that, it'd be right, because you should be running, you should be trying to right. find the cave. Even then, you'll be breathing. Yeah, so like, Actually, you'll be you breathing. You yeah. yes, 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 but yes. But some people stop breathing when they're under right. attack and they just hide. So maybe they're the person that when the dinosaur comes, they don't run. Right. You know, uh, they just hide and stay, and they freeze. Yeah. You know, or or, or whatever they're going to do. There's yeah. all kind of people make a fight, fight, fight. Like, you know. So um, yeah, I
1: love that I gotta practice that. So the breathing, yeah. um, breathing just something like very fun. simple: is inhaling, exhaling. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't incorporated, but I find uh, like we did with the car, staying mm-hmm. still. Um, it's hard for me to say so listen to sound, mm-hmm. um, which I did for a little bit for a long period, but chanting I found was very helpful. Yeah. I um, heard that I, was useful. You know, um it, it keeps um I, I have I can't stay still. So me mumbling something, it takes away the kinesthetic need of something. Um and, and so it takes the mind into what I'm saying, but then able to channel my focus, my thoughts into the chanting, I guess so I need to get back into that because that was very helpful it's not going to be as simple as is a breathing exercises yeah but chanting you but need breath you do you need a lot of breath yeah you well know? maybe i will just staying
0: <laughs> all of it takes <laughs> breath you know and, and that's why breath is the beginning yep you know chanting is going to be very useful but if you have no breath practice you know yeah. it's going to be hard to
1: maintain and maybe that's why it's fallen off a bit so let's, let's end with that. You want to do a, a quick inhale, exhale, breathing. Can you guys do that? And a yeah, air.
0: yeah. Let's everybody take a moment. Get settled.
1: Straighten your back if it's
0: not. Planting your feet, getting your body prepared. Taking a nice deep breath in through your nose. Just getting a little bit of breath in there letting it out through your nose. And this time we're going to do it again, a little bit deeper, starting from the base into the lower belly, in between the ribs, into the chest, and holding it for a moment and letting it go. With a nice poussée out. Last one. Inhale and let it. with that, we appreciate you for joining us, and have a good time, and a great day, and a great night, wherever you are, right? Yes. From Beyond Expectations.